It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle, Rebel spies managed to steal secret plans for the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star, an armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nerdy Bunch. I'm your host today, Clarissa, and today is the finale of our season two. We are finally here live on video, so you can see us in the flesh. Hi, everybody. Hello. Oh, Hi. Hello. We are super excited to be here in You're video, in uh, full video form. Yes, we have a lot of Zoom background going on earlier. Uh, but we are here to discuss Star Wars A New Hope, which, you know, shameless plug, we just started uh, Ton Talk, which I co-host with Isabel. We are two episodes in, catch that every Friday. But it's perfect timing, as always, it's a great fan to be, it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. So it's a perfect time to go into Star Wars A New Hope. And let's just jump into it. Rewatching this for the millionth time, as all of us probably have. It's crazy to think back to 1977 when this film first premiered and how revolutionary it was for the time. We know that Star Trek was already out, Space Odyssey was already out, but this story brought along not just space travel, but it brought a family drama. It brought an entire new religion of like Jedi and Sith. It's a story that came out of nowhere and we seem to be dropped right into the middle of the story not from the beginning, but almost like right in the middle or towards the end of such a long history. Um, How do you guys feel rewatching it for the hundredth time? Do you guys ever notice things you've never noticed before? Or do you guys feel like you know every single bit and there's some little parts that maybe not the average person would watch and notice, but you do every time? Don't watch it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the revamped version. They have, <laughs> yeah, they have the revamped version with all like the CGI animals and crap. I'm like, I'll need five shots of them pulling into most Eisley. Like, why does it take forever? <laughs> and there's like 50 CGI characters just kind of like oddly placed around like Obi-Wan and Luke. Like, there's, yeah, there's, 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 and there's a giant dinosaur type animal that blocks the shot for like 30 seconds. Like, look at our new CGI. Get the fuck out of the way! <laughs> <laughs> they like revamped it again during like prequel times where CGI was just everything. <laughs> yeah. Still is. Still is CGI all the time. But I'm like, it's happened half now, things. I think. I mean, the sequels have been, had a lot of practical effects, but they still had a good amount of CGI, but it's better I've now than it was for the like prequels. One. Yeah. One. But still love the movie, even though... The... You're talking about 1, 2, and 3, right? The prequels being full of CGI, and then it was also at that time that they revamped oh, yeah. the original trilogy and added like CGI. Yeah. Ivan, how'd you feel watching it again for the millionth time? Awesome. It just reminded <laughs> me of like, because that was actually the first movie that I've, Star Wars movie I've ever seen. And I remember it was in second grade. It was a rainy day and my teacher oh. didn't want to teach. So he's like, Here, you guys, have you guys seen Star Wars? Hangover movie. Like, no. Yeah. Wars. And I just fell in love like the first, like first five minutes. It just caught me. And ever since, like it just got me interested to watching the other ones. And and I remember them coming on TV, like on Channel 5 on weekends, or sometimes they'll have a marathon. And yeah, ever since. So yeah, it's, it's um, one of my, yeah. It's always so much fun to watch. Ellie, how'd you feel watching it again? Um, 
it was great. It was like good little like sense of like this is good, you know, this is this is this is better than like what they threw up recently, you know? Like this is what <laughs> should have been. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it's crazy to think like they like they really came up with a whole new world and whole new religion that has never been done before and it's very hard to do again now because people have and it's very rare where it does get to the level of star wars like who who would have known that star wars will be where it is now like it is a religion for many people it really fucking is <laughs> yes it's a way of life i mm-hmm. i can't imagine what george lucas was thinking as he wrote this thinking it was just kind of a fun story he came up with and for it to explode into what it is now it's yeah. it's insane how about you jerry same thing. I actually, it's been a long time since I've seen this. I haven't seen it probably as much as you guys. So it was, uh, it was cool to watch it and see like uh, how it was made at the time and like how we expect everything to be so high budget and intense nowadays. And like seeing their little like the little like captain's like little fake <laughs> like little color badge and just everything that's so low budget and like it's just cool to watch it. And and I, I think I appreciate it more than like current current yeah. like more like newer star wars and films that come out nowadays i love seeing the like automatic doors on the ships close and the the angle kind of shifts to the rain (laughs) they'd kind of not been very continuous and you see all the special effects that were the lightsaber is like all tiny and then like tiny blue little yeah it's the first time luke like wields anakin's saber and when he turns it on he completely he moves inches over to where he was first standing to where now it like when you turn it he turns it on and then you ha- it's the editing yeah. was something else and th- <laughs> but to think of like the craftsmanship like the the team they had at the time that created these large scale ships like these big models and that's what they used as like just for those scenes of the Millennium Falcon or the Star Destroyers like going through space those things are insane like they crafted so much they had so much detail in all of those little props it was amazing. I like, think I loved it because it was like, we all know, like, like I was watching stuff about it and you guys already know, like they thought it would be a flop. They didn't, or they didn't yeah. know if it was going to be, a, and it's so insane to like watch them like Harrison Ford, like, like this is my acting gig and I'm really taking this seriously. And this, and it ended up being one of the biggest things ever made, you know? So it was like, it's cool to watch people create something for the first time. And then it's, it's a success, you know? And Harrison Ford was like a carpenter. He wasn't even really an actor. Yeah. You're just kind of like a nobody. I mean, Carrie Fisher had already come from, you know, uh, from her mom, like a legacy of acting and all that. But to see their auditions or like the behind the scene videos of all of them just hanging around thinking it was some space. I, mean, I can't imagine reading the script as like a first time actor or like reading the script. And I don't even I wouldn't even be able to follow it. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, imagine like getting the script and trying out and be like, you know what? This is stupid. <laughs> like, I'm just going to fuck it. And then it'd be the success that it was. (laughs) It's like, oh, we're on a spaceship and they blew up a planet and now it's missing. And uh, yeah. But we're not starting from the beginning. We're starting in the middle of the story. So therefore there's credits in the beginning that people have to read. A new language, a new world. So, okay. okay, And we're going to end it with a medal ceremony at the end. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, those credits really are like intense because it like it's like it's the first one we've ever seen but it's like acting like like you said earlier it's in the middle of this whole story and all this plot and you're reading it and you're like wait this is the first one and it's just it's cool yeah. i always like the way it's really a specific but i always like the way they're angled like it just makes you like look up and you're enticed 
I think honestly, I mean, I don't know if there was a specific method or like a reason why they were angled, but I know it's when they wrote the entire script on this kind of like conveyor belt, maybe that was the only angle they could get. Like, I guess they could go up, but the way that they got it, they, they were like rolling this conveyor belt and yeah, and the way that it was going up and the camera looking down at it, it was just an angle that maybe there was the only way they can get it, but maybe there was something else to it. Isabel, welcome. Hi, guys. <laughs> life life things have happened. Um, I'm not going to bring that on here. Um, yeah, thank you for still having me, despite me being late. Very, very late. I it. I, it happened. I lived. I'm here. We're here. Um, thank you, guys. <laughs> Yeah, we were Thank you at, so much. just at the beginning of the conversation. We haven't even started with the movie yet. I mean, we're still at the scrolling text at, at the beginning. We were talking about uh, its impact at the time and what a monumental movie it was or how little everyone thought it was going to be, but really it blew up. And we were yeah. talking about how we all watched it, you know, for the... For, it's nobody's here's first time watching it, pretty much. Yeah, um, but it, it's revolutionary, pretty much. That, that's you rewatching it this week. How did you feel rewatching it? Like, were there I was like didn't, that you didn't see before? Or... It was really weird because I literally, I'm one of those people that I was really young, so I only watched the original trilogy like, like twice maybe. So this was like, like I haven't watched it a, a ton of times before, but this one I was like, wow, this is actually really good. I'm vibing hard. <laughs> like, there's like really corny stuff in it that I love, and I think that's why it's so likable. But um, I was like, this is this is a vibe. Like him saying, like, I gotta go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. I'm like, all right, Luke, I see you. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny, but it was so it was like such. It was like a really feel good movie. I think it's, I think it's kind of easy for it to be like that because it's so nostalgic. And these like characters that we're meeting for the first time, but yeah, they already have a whole life before them. And mm-hmm. we're not we're not coming into the beginning of their story. Maybe so for yeah. Luke, we're kind of coming into the beginning of a story because he had really nothing going on except the moisture farm, like all his life. But Leia, like if you had watched Rebels or any of the other, you know, yes. series, like you know that she was already such a rebel, like early on. Rogue One. Yeah, like she was already like Rogue One. Oh, that too. It was funny because when Rogue One came out and that ending scene. Start oh God! Up yeah. like New Hope is so when you're reading, you're reading that text scrolling up and you see uh, He's like the rebel spies, it gives a whole new meaning to just even that sentence. Like the rebel spies died for these Death Star plants, and you think it makes me cry so hard. Fucking died every last one of them. Oh, it makes it so much oh more God. intense uh, after everything we've consumed to this day from Star Wars, the prequels, the sequels, the animated series and everything, going back to watch New Hope again, oh, it's, it's it nostalgic. Develops all the characters like that much more. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not like we can't, we can't watch it with fresh eyes. So I wouldn't know what it's like to watch it back like in the seventies, but like not knowing it just, just were. going back and seeing like, you know, like you said, the rebels and seeing all these characters or even like, uh, just, just seeing everyone it's like it's I'm like oh my god it's painful kind of because you're like I know how you die like I know how your story ends in like the most morbid like macabre way but like that's for me I don't know why that's for me I, I don't know why I'm so focused on the way these characters suffer but it hurts wow. in a, like in a fun in a fun characterization way guys poking, I guess I haven't go ahead I was like poking poking the nostalgia bug uh did 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 anyone, uh, does anyone, did anyone parents like watch? I watched it the first time because my dad had like the three VHS box set. Did anybody else like have the same? Situation? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's how I watched it the first time. Mm-hmm. The VHS. 
No. Not three box I, set, I own them on VHS here now, but my parents again weren't they were they saw the movies originally in theaters, but they didn't they weren't like the nerds that stayed with it. And so I just kinda like, you know, eventually watched the movies later on when we had rented them and I was like still small and all that, but I have them on VHS now and it makes it a whole lot different to watch it on VHS versus on Disney Plus because it's not remastered. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> They need to re-release the non-remastered version. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was that was fine. We were popping the first one on a board like Saturday, and like I'm definitely watching the next two right now. <laughs> Just watch them all in one sitting. <laughs> yes, there's like one continue, like the original trilogy is just one whole thing. Like if I watch one, I can't just like watch one. I gotta watch like the next ones because they're so much fun. But these new characters, Princess Leia, is established so early on she's in like this opening scene with Darth, Darth Vader and she really asserts her dominance and like her leadership so early on with her sass and like attitude um I know that we all know Princess Leia really well but seeing those scenes like what do we think of her at the time even Carrie Fisher being such a young actress and her filling these shoes that um not that anybody else had filled them before her but for her to take on this character that I mean maybe when she read this character on script she was like, I don't know who this lady is supposed to be or who she's supposed to be, but she made her made her, her own so quickly. What do you guys think of Princess Leia? I mean, she's it's a pretty badass. big question. Badass. But. She's a badass. Like, just, yeah, like, just like you said, she's a, a leader. And, like, she's not afraid of, like, you know, even, well, like, she, losing she her life like, to... She, she lied where the rebel base was, even when oh, her yeah. entire family was killed. And Planet. Entire planet. Yeah. That too, like the you think of Bail Organa because we mm-hmm. never met him like in the original trilogy, but later on, knowing who he was and like learning how great of a man he was, but he died on. I'm on, emotional. On, it was very sad. Um, but she like straight up told Governor Tarkin that he smelled <laughs> like, <laughs> like she smelled his pelt and like she did not scare to anybody. She just walks in and like owns the whole place. Anybody else? The, I, I, mean, I, I know it's a big question. Like, what do we think okay. of this layout? But with the with the I, like with the context of like Rogue One and stuff, um, I think it's so funny that she straight up she's like she's like I don't have the plans, even though like we just had Vader hallway scene like right then. So he like he knows and he saw that one dude pass it and he's like, "Where's the plans?" And she's like, "I don't, I, I have no well. idea what you're talking about." And I know they didn't have that context before, but it's so funny when you think about it. Like it literally happened like five five minutes ago and she's like i have no idea what you're talking about jesus and then she's just like she basically like spits on vader tarkin and everyone in that room and it's so entertaining and so funny because it's just like dude she's like this small tiny like princess but really she's a rebel leader and she's super young and she just like completely owns it and she lost her like entire home but, and then she loses her entire home, and I have no idea how she keeps her composure. And I she, like, she lied about it. She's like, oh, she lied. And, yeah. and she just let everyone die. Like, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. They were they were going to do it regardless. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know. No, but like, got so offended. Her whole thing is like, what are you going to do? Fight me. Let's go. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Have plans. I just hall monitored what are you, like, you going to do? Blow my Vader's like, I just hall monitored like half your fucking ship. Oh, what the fuck at me, dude? I don't know what you're talking about. 
You saw somebody else take those plans. She's being held hostage in space by Darth Vader. Like that's scary. And <laughs> she's still like, I don't care. Like yeah, I'm gonna tell like, you how it is. Like that's I don't know. okay. I am I'm she's not gonna been... refer to that scene in any other way besides Vader Hall monitored that ship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna call it any other thing yeah. ever again because of that. Thank you so much. Guys gonna hop in. And speaking of home honor, I mean, what an entrance for Darth Vader, right? Like, this character with this crazy mask, this like crazy cape, and just like coming in murdering everybody. And then that voice, oh my gosh. Fucking stands up, literally stands up for everybody. He just like uh, controls the room. I mean, the same that Leia does, which obviously we're not meant to learn that that's her dad until later on. But you you can't help but look at that dynamic and that that like banter between the two of them. That how could he? I guess not sense it because she doesn't realize that she is strong with the force or like has the force within her, so he can't sense it. But like, how do you not look at her and see that she's got a lot of either you in her or a lot of Padme in her or something? Or like maybe he yeah. thinks, oh, she really reminds me of Padme. But yeah, like. With the context of prequels, I know that Anakin never knew that he had twins, but I'm like, wouldn't you be able to still like feel it because of the force or something? I don't know how the force works, so guys. Force isn't real. Yeah, they feel yeah. yeah. But if like, you're like the strongest being in the force, shouldn't yeah. you be able to like feel it out? Like even even Leia's like, oh shit, Kylo's up there, and this is with <laughs> sequels, and then Kylo's like, oh my god, my mom's there, and then like you know his teammates just like all that business. Um, so yeah, I was like, hmm. You think, it's because, you think it's because they haven't like developed the known of the force like luke is barely yeah. knowing about it and she probably knows of it but she doesn't think that she's all that she's just trying to do it because so maybe, she, maybe it's kind of like she doesn't have a strong presence in the force at this time yeah so i think that's what know. it is yeah that makes sense i like that because we got some theories going because vader does mention that when uh obi-wan was on the ship that he felt a presence so yeah, yeah probably yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we can we talk about the the best lightsaber Jesus. battle in Star Intense. Wars history? Yeah. Intense! Oh my god! Stone. I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> if anyone wants to recreate with me next time, like we're together and it's all safe, I would like to just. <laughs> I'm doing the slow strikes. I'm looking at Luke. Just... I I love when I love when Obi Wan just does this. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, I can't believe he also does a fucking spin for show too. Like he just, he just no reason spins <laughs> around. <laughs> she has her lightsaber no. ready. My oh my god! That's what I was saying earlier. Is that the, that the is way so they had the way that they had it was that his Darth Vader's saber was like normal, and then like. <laughs> the other b- blue lightsaber was all like weird. And is it just me that? Is it just me that it came out like it came out like, <laughs> like it came out very slow? I don't know if it it's was like me. the the Family Guy yes, episode. The family Guy. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no, I, 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 I can't even know. Fucking Chris walks by. <laughs> I know it's right. uncivilized. I know it's uncivilized, but at the speed they were going, I think I would win. I'm just saying. <laughs> it was they were okay. It was like is an old man, and Anakin is also a I will help old man. him. Let me just. Let me they just need to speed it up. Not being 50 and get out of the way. <laughs> you, you, you know what I think that, like, because... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ellie. No, I said, you know what bugged me about the whole thing? So before they had the fight, when 
when Darth Vader took out like the lightsaber first and you saw and you first heard it. And he like Obi-Wan is just holding it like this. <laughs> Why are you and holding it like this the whole time? Like, He's old. I don't get it. You can't touch me. <laughs> but yeah. here's the thing. Uh, for any of you have, that haven't seen Rebels, uh, spoiler <laughs> alert. Obi-Wan fought Maul. And oh, yeah. Obi-Wan, like, literally. Yeah. Like, and it's the same old Obi-Wan. It's not like, unless yeah. there's like a 20 year difference and he's just like got horrible joints or something. Athletically fit. Arthritis. <laughs> it's supposed to be like it doesn't matter the age; it's the force that keeps you like you know there. And when you're ready to go, that's like the. Force I'm just saying the force has happens. the force has nothing on arthritis. It's a very serious <laughs> issue, guys. Seriously, he should be like bent Cataracts. over. Cataracts. He hasn't used the force or fought it with his lightsaber, which you have to be strong with the force to use your lightsaber. He hasn't in years. Like think of how old Luke is. I'm Too bad. I'm gonna like fight everybody. This is poor Obi Wan. He's been like. Hidden under a rock on Tatooine for very oh, long. Oh, he kind of cut off that guy's fucking arm when he tried to shoot Luke. Yes, and like one swift. I love that. I love that shot. By the way, that shot was horrible. <laughs> oh yeah, he does like a cut like, to his arm like, on the floor. Yeah, like they just throw the arm. He does like a this move, like ah, and like okay, I guess he lost an arm at this thing or whatever. I will say this: like watching the remaster version, like how are you gonna remaster everything except with the lightsabers? <laughs> Like, that's what I was gonna say. Exactly, exactly. Hey, dude, I love. Hey, I love Star Wars. Hey, like, like, rewatching the master versions. Like, hey, I love Star Wars. I love other people's. I hate this fucking dinosaur shit. <laughs> These lightsabers. Can we like? No, we're not. We're not gonna touch them. Those like, are fine. They're they're okay. They get they're, the gist. Three, just do those. It. No, we need more fucking dinosaurs and ships in the background. That's what the remastered version needs. That's all. I don't know why um, they did that. They really did a good enough job the first time. There was no need for all of this. I know. Shit. I know. There's. I know. You know. It's hard not we're to go into like, on tangents. You know, we we, we <laughs> like, the prequels and stuff. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but the one thing I will say, at least compared to that fight scene with the prequels, is like it gave us way better fight scenes. Like, I'll take Yoda flipping around for days, than. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Two figure old guys trying to outlive the other one. I mean, Yoda, Yoda, Yoda flipping over on space ketamine, guys. Yes. Yeah. I'll take the child just doing this yeah. over that. Yeah, I, like, you know, this isn't meant to be like that. I just meant like he has like three fingers, guys. Yeah. We're in the right fandom, I swear to God. <laughs> but you guys know what I mean. Yeah. I know we jumped to that uh, fight scene, but I wanted to come back to, like, again, our establishing characters. Uh, we talked about, you know, that entrance for Vader and Leia, but now we get Luke. Now, I I didn't think this podcast episode would go in the direction of bashing New Hope, but talking about uh, Luke in that aspect, he is on, you know, this desert planet, like, nothing around, nothing to do. Tashi Station is, like, the place to hang out, and it's just, like, a no nothing place and now you get this kid who knows nothing of his family and is sprung into action with these like droids um what do you guys feel about luke's character from i know that we kind of got it again reiterated as ray in the sequel but as him as kind of a nobody but really he's not do you guys like that character that that kind of aspect of he was somebody but he didn't know the person he was you know what i mean like he doesn't know the history he has in his family and his bloodline and so he's like sprung into action I think I like it. It's kind of realistic. Like he, he is very much like, it's kind of funny how fast he jumps. He's like, yeah, I'll be a Jedi. Cause I'm like, damn, there's nothing to do on this planet. Okay. So this is a very realistic move. He's like, all right, any, any chance to get, you know, out of here. I think it's kind of, um, the only thing that I would like, I, I want to point out is that when like, you know, his like 
Baru and oh my god, what's his other name? Owen. Owen, thank you. I'm I'm a real Star Wars fan, guys. I swear. <laughs> Hey, it's happened too many times. I was going to remember the aunt's name, but forgot Owen. See, we're, we're, <laughs> we're matching. See, I this is... Any of this is... You know their last names. I'm bad with general. You can change last names in this universe. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But, like, when, you know, you see their, like, horrifying, like, corpse just, like, kind of, like... Terrible scene. He's, like, he's, like, uh, and then, like, it, it just, like, cuts away, and then he's, like, already leaving. <laughs> That's like, like, oh, really? he's like, I don't belong here. I don't belong here. That scene, I'm sorry, I had to say that scene when I saw that, because like I saw, you know, like like just like you, like as a kid when I was younger, like yo, they really made it to like we're they're gonna kill the parents as his uncle and an uncle as worse as possible to be like, you know, know. what? Yeah, fuck them. And it's like, you know what? You think it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you see your dad that you don't know as your dad, kill me so you could get more on our side so you won't become him it's like yo that's diabolical in a way like that's kind of fucked up luke really <laughs> said you know what i am fire. gonna leave <laughs> which i think it's interesting that you brought up ellie because when i think when i watch that scene with luke sitting with obi-wan and obi-wan's describing the force and what it is and then he asks about his dad and he tells him um you know a young jedi like a pupil of my invader killed their father like was that really protecting him, or had he should have should have told him the truth? Like to he could have been straight up, and we would have not had that Luke Leia kiss. He could have been like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you got a twin sister. Don't kiss her, bro." Uh, yeah, I, I actually dropped her off. He should have least said Leia is your sister. I'm like, not gonna have to by the way, her out dad. Like, but Leia, oh, you got a sister, Leia. She lives on Alderaan, so if you're gonna go somewhere, you should probably go like you know like link up with her like i don't know get, get your little family back together before you know your father comes in and like murders everyone uh yeah that would have been cool for the context oh, Obi. <laughs> Obi -Wan. He, her, he was like she's so pretty and i'm like oh, no. <laughs> and then he's just like <laughs> oh, Obi-Wan's just the camera pans will be wine no just, he's just like in the, <laughs> in the lens of this like seeing it for the very first like pretend like it's like this the 70s you're seeing it for the very first time in theaters uh, I feel bad for Luke Leia shippers in the first movie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, can you imagine? That is so embarrassing. Like, embarrassing? They didn't know. That was they didn't know, movie. but can you imagine, like, just that, like, whatever, how many years in between the next movie, they're like, oh my god, Luke Leia's endgame, guys. I can see it. And then they're just Brother, like... sister, <laughs> I think that, I, like, with... Got a, lot of, got a lot of votes. She got a lot of upvotes from Alabama. Yeah, they're like, yeah, she's all them. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, even Get her <laughs> just like me. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh that's my God. <laughs> I think Sorry, that with Obi-Wan like wanting to train Luke and to keep him from going to the dark side, you wouldn't tell him that like Vader killed your dad because that's just gonna make him want revenge or like hate Vader and that just all those things that lead would lead him to the dark side. You with, and then even in their fight scene at the end, when Obi-Wan, maybe his intentions were like, you know what, my time has come. I've brought Luke to, like, to the light and shown him the way of the forest, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just my time to go. But if you have, like, Vader kill, kill Obi-Wan as well, it just adds to Luke's, like, hate. You know, we know later he doesn't turn. But, you know, he's just, like, screaming, no, and just wants to fight Vader so no. bad. It only fuels for the possibility of him going to the dark side, which I don't know how. I mean, maybe because of the time George Lucas didn't think it was going to go anywhere. How about, I have a theory. I have a theory. May I? 
Yeah. I'm so sorry for interrupting. Okay, um, I think we can all agree that the Skywalkers effed over Obi-Wan's entire life a little bit. He loved, he loved this, he loved Anakin. We know he loved Anakin, but he did kind of F up his whole life and he had to live on Tatooine for like eternity, as far as we know. No I Obi-Wan mean, series he yet. Chose to Obi-Wan but as like one last, over. like as one last like F you, <laughs> like just like kind of mess with Luke and don't help him all the way, and then he's like, all right, peace out, and then he like boom, force ghosts. This is a horrible you're, take. You're gonna, I'm going to fuck over your family. You're going to make out with your sister. So yes, fuck your family. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, I know what's going to happen. You're fucked, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Force Qui-Gon Jinn meets his old friend, Force Obi-Wan Kenobi. Qui-Gon Jinn's like, that's really fucked up. I man. The picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi just laughing his ass off. Pretty fucked up. No, I think if they did make an Obi-Wan movie, I hope he would go through the adventure of how Yoda did to be um, a Force Ghost. Like, That's like, what I was... With the Clone Wars. Like, yes, you know that I was mean? so like, freaky. Yeah. 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 Um, we missed that on our last episode of Taunt Talk. Oh, I brought yeah? that up on Taunt Talk. I was like, wow, that'd be really cool if they did that because the way to become a Force Ghost, like, that they showed in the Clone Wars, and as far as we know, is the only way to become a Force Ghost. You have to go through this very elaborate, like, battle with, like, yourself, basically. Yourself, uh, your enemies, and, like, If you guys know what I mean, Yoda versus yeah. Demon Ketamine Yoda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one v one. A 1v1 with yourself, and it's just, like, kind of you, like, figure, figuring out, like, your fears, and overcoming that and once you overcome that you're basically able to be like one with the force in a way that you can pop up and harass people that are alive <laughs> which Qui-Gon Qui was the first to learn like non the knowledge of becoming like a force ghost and then if we got mm -hmm. in the Obi-Wan series see the same thing like Obi-Wan go through that uh, but to continue Luke's story I mean this poor kid he was so he wanted to get off like this planet and go to the academy blah 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 like all that so bad and he was still loyal to his uncle and like had to had to do the whole farming season and then yes his like aunt and uncle are obliterated and so he's like well I got no other choice like I guess I'm going with you and then not just to overlook um, Moss Eisley because it's like one of the best settings ever we get it again in mandalorian it's just one of the best reoccurring like sets but now we meet han and what an entrance for him to not just meet him anywhere but the scoundrel he is we meet him in like the most like you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy like we meet him in like the worst part of like the galaxy all these like uh, outlaws and people who are wanted how do you guys think about that ent entrance for han who shot first han always you know, <laughs> I think it was badass. Honestly, it was great. Guido plus Guido. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, guys love like... Han? Hmm? You guys love Han? I mean, the oh, entrance yeah. for him and Chewie, thinking of that. Chewie's episode. my favorite. I love Chewie's Chewie. I love Chewie's Chewie. Mine. I've never been like a Han, like, I know a bunch of girls and guys love Han, but I'm like, I've never been like super, super into him. I do love Chewie. I agree with that. <laughs> I, I, lo I love Chewie. Especially because of Solo. I don't know why. I just, I'm like, Chewie's, Chewie's solid. He's a solid bro. <laughs> he kind of just goes with the flow. Like, he lives so long. Like, all these humans are basically his pets. Like, if you think Pretty about much. it. Like, yeah. at his age span. And he just, like, watches all his pets die. Again, me bringing it back to death. I'm so... 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of death in Star Wars. Like so I, many people die all the time. <laughs> one, one thing that was, it's hard to watch after watching their prequels is like how dots don't always super connect. Like Obi Wan just Obi Wan just sees Chewbacca for the first time in years. And then he's like, yeah, I'll charge you $10,000 to help you out, dude. Like, fuck you. Like, help me out, man. There's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, like we've been like, through so much. Like, and then <laughs> it's, it's weird. Cause you know, the prequels show all these intense relationships, know. you know, mm-hmm. he was there for, for order 66. He knows Yoda, knows Jedi, knows Obi-Wan. And it's like, Oh shit. What's up, bro? You're most likely. What's up? Oh, oh, you need a ride. Uh, let me talk to my dude. Um, uh, 10,000. I can't help oh, you out. <laughs> Wait, has he met? Obi-Wan? No, no, Chewie didn't meet uh, Obi-Wan. Yeah, Chewie didn't meet Obi-Wan. Yoda he only met, met Yoda. Yoda met he Yoda. only met Yoda on Kashyyyk. Yeah. yeah, Yoda had a close relationship with the, with the Wookiees. Like, Chewie's people are so sad. They're all slaves. Oh, well, yeah. It's a sad story of the Wookiees. By the way, Arthur, you're... Uh, not, face, not face-to-face. Like, Chewie was in the Clone Wars series here and there, but then even in the prequels, he was on Kashyyyk and only Yoda came to see them. Yeah, it's still the same thing. Like you have to just blame it on Obi Wan being old because even when he meets Luke and uh, like three PO and R two for the first time, like scaring away the Sand People, he like I know the droids' memories were erased, but when he's like, oh, he seems to belong to uh, Ben Kenobi, and he's like, I don't seem to remember owning a droid. Like yes, you didn't own him, but you had to remember R two. Like R two, he got he got that. He got that space senile. Yeah. <laughs> no, even well, C three PO, Anakin like created him, so mm-hmm. you have to remember C three PO. Like, how could you not? Neither. I actually read a thing about it. The reason why he said that is because he knows that R two and C three PO have their own ownership. He never owned them. He never bought them. Mm-hmm. He knows them as friends, but he's never owned them. Yeah, it just seemed like he didn't that. recognize them. Like, but he oh, still should have been like, "Oh, hey, R two, how's it going, buddy?" We've only been on that. hundreds of missions together, <laughs> like literally. Not like you, like R two has killed about three hundred people. <laughs> I, I, yeah, what's his kill count, guys? R two pretty fucking high. <laughs> he was right? technically there on. Thanks, Clock. He was there on uh, Venus' the ship, so like. He, he went like boop boop and the ship you know went down um but with han we'll go back to han i liked him because i think i think that I, I like how the character designed him to be like this is like you know like a space western ish at least with him um very like vesty very you know, <laughs> vesty like i don't know it just he reminds me of like a, if like a if a dude from the western was in space like that's why now yeah. all the like at least you know i know you guys aren't familiar with this genre but like like a lot of the comics and those sorry the, the games at least the bounty hunters are always like a west always designed like a western style like rogue um mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. and it started with and it started with it started with him especially you know his, his like quick draw like a, you know like a six shooter in his pocket um i like that i love it i love the um overall aesthetic of all the costumes too because i mean they won they won an academy award for that right yeah they always yeah. do for like uh, saying, yeah, makeup no, no, and like sure. creatures and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah i mean i i love it it, it brings it it brings it together like the princess the the space hobo <laughs> from afar <laughs> and you know like like you said like you're <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah like it's it's just funny it kind of brings it together in like a like oh this is like some random ass team all put together and it, and it works and it works i think that's great i think that- um, not to change the subject too much but me kind of re-watching this again after a while 
I'm like a, a Han fan for sure. I just like, yeah. like, it made me, I know, I know some of you aren't, aren't, but like his snappy comments with Leia and everything, it's cute, you know? And then he's like, your highness. And you can see them kind of like <laughs> kindling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so um, I just kind of like fell in love with this character again. I thought he was funny. He's kind of like, he brings you out of it a little bit. So he's definitely a bit of comedic relief um i was thinking the exact same thing when i was watching it again this week that he's got some of the the best lines and uh luke is obviously he's never traveled through space so he is like in the millennium falcon for the first time experiencing like space travel and then like let alone the hyperspace and like so he's freaking out about like hey we're being followed and then han's got all these like witty comebacks because he's done it a million times and like outrun everybody and all that stuff and it's like you're gonna be finding yourself floating home farm boy yeah. <laughs> like all this stuff my uh wow. senior my senior quote in high school was han solo and I, he said um it's all a lot of simple tricks and nonsense because he just like does fully does not believe in the force mm-hmm. which is a crazy arc and like a great character development later in the sequels when he like all of it all of it's true everything i've seen i've gone through i guess it could be true he's a sarcastic asshole but he's a like it's all real i forgot <laughs> how like white I forgot how like whiny uh, Luke was and stuff. Like the way he talks, he's yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, I just want to do this." And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like I want to go join the he's rebels. He's not like this, like this big old suave. Like no, he's like a little punk. Like I love that they they really play on like a, this is a young this is a young boy. Um, suddenly, the war. That's indoctrination. I'm kidding. Uh, well, not not really, guys. Um, because you know, desert planet. Of course, they would pray on him and tell him to join the academy. But um, we're not going to get to into that. But like, it's it's truly like a young boy put into the story. And then you know, at the time, that's what that's the story that they wanted to run with. Instead of like, they have this uh, like that's the character they wanted to be most relatable like to their audience, which I think it worked out beautifully. Yeah, um, I can see myself being yeah. pretty scared. I mean, I can't just say like, oh, he's so annoying, he's whiny. But if I was thrown into a spaceship and be like, hey, you know what? Here's this lightsaber that your dad wanted to give Don't you. Know, I was like, off, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'd be freaking out. And I'd be like, who is this old man trying to teach me about the force? And now I got this helmet on and I'm trying to fight this little robot. Like, you're he's like, hey, what's this? <laughs> I know. Look straight into it. No. I just felt like as an actor, Mark Hamill didn't worry about trying to be something. He was literally the way he talked at that age. And that's what I meant yeah. by, by whiny was like, even when he's back home in the first two, three scenes or whatever, he's just like complaining and like, he's like a little kid. And I think that's why we like those movies. Like for like, okay, this is going to sound weird, but like in Spider-Man, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but the first one I love the most because Tobey Maguire was like this nerdy person who got powers. The second one was like Andrew Garfield, who was like this cool Dude, no one liked that one because no one wants to. So people want to see like a punk kid who's a nobody and that we relate to become this intense thing. And so I felt like Tom Mark Hamill was like that. Thrown to themselves. Yeah. And so Mark Hamill, I was like, dude, like you're just being you and it's working. So that was great. Yeah. Because yeah, like we're so used to, I, I can't recall a ton of, you know, because I was, I was born in 2000, guys. I can't recall a ton of like older oh, hey, movies. And stuff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I can't recall a bunch of um, like seventies movies or whatever, but you there's a lot of tropes like Jerry was saying. There's a lot of tropes where you <laughs> I need a minute where you have like the super put together man or even like a 
put together boy when they shouldn't be and like they know what they're doing they have their drives like they know exactly what they're gonna do but then it gets done to the point where it's like all right okay we get it they're like perfect it's annoying (laughs) got it we've been there and so you have like this imperfect little space farm boy (laughs) who just kind of goes in and you know does his thing and I love that yeah I think he's just completely fumbling and like clueless it, not in a bad way, but definitely, you know, in a Roger, very this way. droid is busted. He's <laughs> got a bad motivator. You know what's about him that made me roll my eyes was when he was talking about the Death Star and they're like, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be difficult. We're going to have to have like a, like a self-shooter go in there and like make it to this tiny asshole. Yeah. And he goes to the guy next. He's like, well, that's not too bad. And the guy's like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, it's not impossible. Back home, I used to do this. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You just got I'm like, dude, that is nothing. Um, okay, I know I know, we're supposed to be focusing on A New Hope, but whenever people bring up Ray to me and then they're like, well, she's kind of like a Mary Sue because of insert whatever random thing here. I'm like, no, no, no. We don't get to bring Mary Sue's into Star Wars. They don't exist in Star Wars. Why? Because Luke got to do that. So therefore... It's it's open for everyone, guys. Like, yeah, he could shoot stuff on uh, on the farm and whatever, but it is not flying a spaceship in space <laughs> on a Death Star, but and he still got it. Apparently, and he got the ceremony at the end too. Why was it? How the about. how the hell did they survive being on the Death Star? Like this thing has, is the size of a moon. So how many people manned it? What five thousand, twenty thousand people? <laughs> they could have just flooded the entire area with thousands of troopers and they would have been dead. Oh, when they were on the Death Star? How did they get out? Yeah, Yeah. they got trapped, remember? Because they were sneaking around. (laughs) I love love that. With a giant movie. And the force was on their side. That's just hiding the floorboards. I have a theory. So it's basically, I was thinking, okay, it's the size of a moon. It seems that they don't drive stuff around in that movie. To get to one place to another place so everyone's oh, really spread out so yeah. by the time you get to certain places like well it's too late they're fucking escaped because you know? like they, they view it like the imperials viewed it they're like they're like this no one literally no one knows about this except this this chick right here and whoever got the plans as far as we know no one knows about it right yeah, they got yeah, cocky. They're like, it's it's the so they're, like they're like, dude, we don't need like preventive stuff. We just have yeah. like really horrible, horrible trash compactors that will probably get it. I don't know how they lived. I also don't know how that weird monster thing was in there. Oh, right. Very, very gross. Very scary. Uh, I literally hate murky water. That that really. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they, they're just straight up like, oh my god, there's intruders. Okay, they're at the same cell block as there, and then like you know. Yeah, you're totally right, though. They could have flooded them. I mean, it would have been like an extra mile walk for some people, but they, they could have done it. <laughs> I just think that like, if you're going to infiltrate this base with Darth Vader and all these troops, this is the scariest thing in the world, okay? Let's just hide in the floorboards and sneak on out. Like it's, It was just so easy, but it was... It was they wore out. stormtrooper outfits. Um, they were in disguise. Obi-Wan had the force, and he could have misdirected all of these like stormtroopers who are not very smart. And, you know, they didn't even go and double check on things like, hey, what do you think that was? I don't know. It's probably another drill. Like these stormtroopers have zero training or even like the thought of these Jedi or anybody coming on board. They already have the worst shooting, you know. Yeah, they can't see out of the helmets. No. You know, I find the elite aim when they killed the little Jawas. 
Yeah, apparently, apparently, <laughs> they have super accurate aim for that part. Like, it's too accurate for uh, humans, for sand people, for like anybody else. Tungsten raiders, but apparently, <laughs> they can't hit quick. shit. One thing real quick about 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 Han, I want to say your thing is, you know, he mentioned that he's not just want, just kind of to bring it back real quick about Han. One thing that I thought that was weird is when he's saying, he's saying he's like knocking the force, the force isn't real, and he sees a dude block three shots back to back with a laser sword, and he's like, "Nah, it's luck. If that's luck, buy a lot of ticket right now, dude, and just fucking retire." Like, eighty whoa, million, whoa, you're in Canada right now. Blind. Can we, like, can we take a minute? Caleb, would you like to describe to audio listeners what your background is? Oh, so right now it is the Spaceballs fourth wall break. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. When is this movie? Now, when was that? Just then. Are we there? No, just missed it. <laughs> oh, but if you think of Han, like, even seeing something like that, yeah, it's still sure. not going to get him to believe because everything he's gone through, he's, like, barely made it through missions and, like, barely escaped. So it only depended ever on, because he didn't have any Jedi with him, but it only ever depended on his skill with the blaster, his skill behind the Millennium Falcon, his skill to sweet-talk his way out of something and, like, you know, get another job or something like that. So it's, it's believable for Han to just completely knock the force, even when he's, like, seeing it right in front of him. He's like, no, because he is only has to pe- depend, he can only depend on his own, like, skill and you know wit yeah and i i i know we're focusing on a new hope but with solo (laughs) which clovers and i both like i'm so happy i learned that because so many people bag on me for liking solo um Um, but like you have this dude who truly came from nothing on corellia and he had to deal with all that he had to deal with all that trauma by himself there was no force there's no thing that's going to help him he's the only person that can help himself and I, that's like, that's what I love about this character. And even though you don't know that in A New Hope, you get that, you have that characterization already. He's like, nah, whatever um, about that. And he's just reliant on his ship himself and like maybe Chewie and, and his blaster. Uh, yeah. His, his, uh, his master because on Solo is Chewie's fourth dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's reversed. With the age span, I think Han is Chewie's pet. He's apparently already like 200 years old by the time he moves oh. on solo. It, yeah. It's, yeah. A goofy, it's a goofy Mickey situation. He's a dog, but he's not, but he talks. He can rip know. your arms off when he loses a chest. <laughs> it's like there are dogs in Star Wars, but, but Chewbacca's the, the goofy. I was like, well, yeah. The goofy? He's a Wookiee. He's not a dog. <laughs> I mean, this is a creature that we have. We have like Twilight. I don't think we had to compare him to a dog. <laughs> we were talking about as a dog for the past ten minutes. <laughs> oh, the big walking carpet. Speaking yeah. of Leia delivering those lines, just as quick and just as like witty and sarcastic, right back at Han. The two of them, obviously, we know later their story. But for her to be such a strong dynamic, like compared to Luke, you know, Han can throw Luke around the room all day long with like you know talking circles around him. But then he meets Leia, and she she doesn't follow. Whoa! Oh! 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 Oh, oh no! Oh, 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 no. Shoot! We lost it. Where's the? No! Can you hear me? No! no she's oh, no. there we go! Oh, we got We got There was nothing on my end, so I just saw everybody do this. I was like, okay, we're getting on to we're a like- subject. <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, you die. Up, I'll let you know. But when I and I talk over each other, y'all just let it go. I'm like, okay. 
Um, I don't know if you heard me, but again, so like Leia with all that witty banter, now it's her versus Han. Like yeah. the two have such strong personalities in their own. And now Leia's taken over this mission. And Lon's like, Han's like, wait a minute, I don't take orders for any, anybody. Neither does Leia. Now the banter between the two of them, Luke is just like following them, not knowing any, what's going on. And he's just the puppy, you know, just sitting there. Yeah, he just does he, not he, have he, the, he the has, drink. No thoughts. Head empty. Head empty. Head empty. He's just there. He's vibing. He's like, I got my job done. And then that's it. That's it for He's like, I get a medal. And then that's, that's it. I left my house for the first time. This is awesome. I saw my friend die in front of me. Oh my God. My only friend from home. Oh, my love. No, Jesus. he got he hey, a medal. <laughs> yeah, he medal. And then he's too short for a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah. He's insulted immediately by Leia about his height. Yeah, uh, yeah have... that was like another chalk up to like badass Leia scene. She's like, they're like, oh, they're they probably found out I lied. They're probably going to torture me. Dude, you're fucking short to be a short stormtrooper. You suck. Like I know, like, everything should go through. She's like laying down and she just like sits up. <laughs> She oh, you're interrupting you, really? She's she straight up about to be exterminated, too. Like, with that weird-ass like, big probe thing. You're gonna kill me? Alright, fuck you, you little short shit. What are you gonna do? Exactly. <laughs> she said. She really said, short little man, and then that's it. <laughs> that's it. She's like, alright, I'm cool, I can die now, I guess. She's like, oh, Ben Kenobi. Got, yeah. her, got her last licking, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'm sorry, it, but also the way she was posing. Instead, yeah. yeah. She's like, laying on the... Ooh. <laughs> 100% directed by George Lucas. There's no way around that. I mean, I'm sure you guys know about the, the there's no underwear in space story. Yeah. So I that's that's just a product of that. Don't, don't jump up and, and like worry that the stormtroopers here to take you away to like kill you. Just lay up like sideways like this and this. exactly how a prisoner would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just she's just because that's how women are guys we naturally in a position of uh, a fascist regime where we've been taken away we would just pose like that that's what we do torch me like like one of your french girls (laughs) (laughs) now she takes over this whole mission and yes they get they get stuck in the garbage like compact garbage compactor and i guess there's like a monster in there but then we have r2 who uh, 3po will like bag on him all day and like r2 still saves everybody at the end of the day like see 3po is freaking out like oh god they're dying and r2's already in the system like they're like screaming they're like they're like yeah yeah and then he's like oh my god they're dead (laughs) i forget how much screen time c3po I yeah. don't know why, but I'm like, wow, he's in here a lot. Um, and there's, if there's a level of Luke whining, there's another for 3PO whining. God. I like how they, 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 they are, they're always fighting, but the moment they get separated, they're like, oh my god, I need my friend. Or like, <laughs> yeah, C-3PO. R2 comes to rescue. Yeah. It's so like, funny, and it's so cute. He's like, take care of him, please. Does he need my parts? Does he, does he need spare parts? I'm like, oh. He literally, he literally okay, kicks R2, right? He's like, and then he's just like, a bowl, kicks him, deserts him. Yeah. He's like, well, you go that way, I go this way. Who cares what happens to you? But at the end of the day, he really does care. It's like that love hate relationship. It's so 3PO cute. cares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3PO, I mean, Jerry. I guess he doesn't. I don't know how much he really adds. Sorry. 
What's up? Jerry's talking for me, but I don't hear him. I can't hear you, Jerry. Oh, can't Jerry. Hear you, Jerry. He was, so, he was so shocked. He's like, "No!" I'm like, "I had a good topic, y'all." Nope. I'm going to trade. He, he thought we were. We were. He thought we were like, "Yeah, yeah." Keep, keep going. This. Can't hear you, Jerry. You might have to restart your refresh your webcam. Oop. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh. Yep. This is internet. How, how is it that the? There you go. Wait, he's not talking. You're it's breaking like, up. You're like, no, and that's fucking bad. Like Holy your internet's crap. delayed. And he's back. Oh, it's gone. Um, how is it that this, this, there's the most technical and actual, like, I was the difficulty this episode, <laughs> to be very clear. Um, yeah, there you yeah, go. There you go. It, it goes on and off, but it's, it's lagging because, like, your video's, like, way off. Yeah. 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 No. It's delayed. It's delayed. He said that about 10 seconds ago. Yeah, it's delayed. It's delayed. Well, we could hear him. As far as we can hear him, that's fine. Yeah, we can hear you. I mean, I mean, we can respond to him like 20 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a 20. We'll send him a question like and then wait 20 seconds and then he'll respond. So I would like to apologize to Ivan for Jerry for post production. Yeah, uh, it's fun though. You're like you're like the best dub ever. I will defeat you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, you're, I think you're good now. So funny. No, no, he's no. not talking. <laughs> Just look at the video. He's not talking at uh, Jerry, all. Your it's, audio comes in perfect. Like, course, like there you go. There you go. Oh, yep. There you go. There, there we, we go. go. There we go. There yeah, we go. We're good. What were you trying to say? Yes. <laughs> And then there's that scene where they're selling back R2-D2. And then C-3PO's like, no, he's great. Like, he's a great droid. Like, you should buy him. And, like, like he's so good. But then, like, the rest of the movie, he's talking shit to him. Like, exactly. <laughs> he was kind of like, like behind. That's he my best it. friend. He's so good at his job. And then he's like. Pfft. Yeah, exactly. When he runs away. When he runs away. He's like, he's like oh, he's so good at, at what's up. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's like, that R2's going to cause me a lot of trouble. And he's like, yeah, he's really good at doing that. He's like, yeah. you if there's any kind of best friend love hate relationship, it's the them too. I mean, that's the For best real. of a friendship. We could talk shit to each other and still know there's love, and when shit goes down, you kind of have each other's back. Even they though our people always say C3PO. It's very rare it's the other way around. Always, always save them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the, their two banter is great. Mm-hmm. And then now, then after they escape the Death Star, um, and Obi-Wan is dead now, but then they go to Yavin and then we, we meet Mon Mothra for the first time. And then now Luke all of a sudden is totally suited up and ready to fly out and like destroy the Death Star. Like he is just thrown into like no time in between, no, no breaks or anything. And he runs into his old buddy Biggs. And then, I mean, like you guys said, it's, it's him shooting Womp Rats back on Tantooine is nothing compared to actually flying like a, uh, star like a starship actually flying in space and then mm-hmm. he's just ready to go. Just like, it's like it's like Arthur space. Arthur said earlier, he's like he's like, Oh, I'm leaving my planet for the first time and I'm gonna just like join this war. Yeah. And no academy training, nothing. And and one, like, they they try to establish that with that one scene where like he's with his friend and he's like he's the best pilot ever in the world. Yeah and the guy's like, Okay, I believe you and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, I love the, I love the like 
his sand speeder, I guess. Like, I don't know. I what mean, he's I doing. guess. It's he's just like. Starship, well, no, he just they did the of... racing, right? Like later on, we find out that in yeah. on his planet, like they have the racing and everything. He even kind of mentions it, like how he wants to like something with a jet or something like that when he's talking to his uncle. Some shit like that. So, like for him to, yeah, I guess he's a good shooter, but then and, and he ends up using the force anyways. And then there's that like, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish yours because I have an issue with that. One. Finish that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. That he that he ends up having that like shot with uh, Luke. I mean, sorry, with Darth Vader, and he kind of like senses the force, like being really strong with him. And you get that first dynamic of like, oh, they're gonna meet later on, like foreshadowing Empire Strikes Back for again the audience at the time who didn't know that that was his dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, how did Obi Wan's sentient voice not scare the absolute shit? <laughs> Just, can you imagine you're driving for the first time you're space yeah. driving okay in space and this is the first time you're driving and you just hear this old ass man's voice just like luke luke go 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 luke i would have crashed i would have crashed i'm gonna die oh there's fucking ghosts <laughs> i would have crashed no and if he it's listens to ghosts. the voice he listens to the voice <laughs> so as well like He's like, just feel it, Luke. Feel it. And Luke is like, okay. Take that off. I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to feel it. It's like, Luke, take your shirt off, Luke. So much could have happened. So much could have happened. The afterlife is real. Is the one with you? Is my aunt with you? Where are my parents? Right? Like, can you distract him? Do I believe in the right God? Only one didn't really like tell him much about the force he's like it's everywhere mm-hmm. and you feel it that's all he knows and, and look is like all right i guess it's in my ear and inside my head <laughs> what i feel it's like is like have you guys ever like you know how we always we had superpowers and like uh, you can make fun of me but there's a point in your life whether you're 10 or you're 27 and you're sitting in your room and you're staring at something trying to make it light on fire you're like oh, can i really do this i feel like force. when he says yeah you're like when he's like the force will be with you always it's like uh, okay. <laughs> like, I think uh, I think we've all tried using the force. Exactly. I'm so always. Exactly. I always do well, the. I'm always trying. I don't care. I'm gonna move that remote one. It'll happen eventually. I, I every days. time I go to a store, every time I go to Target, that shit works. You gotta me. try to move oh, things. Yeah. Jerry tried to stuff stuff on fire. We all have aspirations. <laughs> some of it has to do with arson. Some of it doesn't have to do with arson. But yeah. Yeah, Jerry. You start hearing voices in your head. Maybe that's like that's a problem. <laughs> Especially since he just—he thought he just died, or he saw him get hit, and then he hears the voice. This this like, entire rolling. this entire movie is just him rolling with it. It's just yes. him. It's just him, fresh fresh off of ta- Tatooine, and then he's just going with it. I get it. No matter where life pushes. Also, right? Like watching yes. this, and you're like, I don't know where this voice is coming from. I assume it's the Force, and then you're just watching. You're like, okay. I mean, I guess you could just hear Obi Wan now. That's, That's just the, the thing. beauty about Star Wars. Like, it, you're just kind of go with the ride, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess, because you don't know. I would assume, like, for the first time watching, like, you don't know what's really going on. You don't know what is true or not in oh, that yeah. world. You're just like, I, I guess. You know, all they know, all they know is that if you live to tell a tale from an X-wing, like you, like you, you complete your mission. Chances are you're a main character, so you got you got your expiration date's a little longer than everyone else. Yeah. So maybe that that was the logic there. (laughs) Exactly. I love Wedge. Caleb, Arthur, and I have been there. Squadrons. Oh yeah. 
I, I want to play, but I feel like it's so it's only 40 bucks it's so hard to get into it it's like the controls are really hard to understand but you can like tweak them like crazy to make them for yourself but I recommend do not do it on on like keyboard and mouse because it's really annoying just do it on control because it's like oh here we go easy it's it's like in the movie I'm where they say it, uh, no, no, you don't understand. I'm horrible at controls, and we went over this in our squadrons episode. Like Clarissa can't cannot do this because of motion <laughs> motion sickness. I What's can't that? do it just because I'm bad. Like I'm oh, literally uh, horrible. You at should probably games. turn off motion blur there. Motion blur oh. on that's what causes brain gas sickness. Like that's what the new gens try to do is like when you try to move. It's a motion blurring effect of when you're moving to try to make it look fancier. But if you just turn it off, it's just an image too. How's it like the movie, Ivan? Hmm? Oh, so uh, like when they're they're saying, oh, put shields, uh, forward shields or backward shields. It's exactly like that. We can yeah. we can angle our shields and we can put power to weapons, power to shields, power to engines. So it's really customizable, exactly like. Oh my movie. gosh! And then when you would have that is so detailed. cool. We've literally too. been like mm-hmm. nerd one inbound, nerd two coming yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, it's quite fun. Do you explode like in the movie too? Like, I would love to ex- be one of those pilots, those extras that's like, I've been hit, and then poof, just blow up the way they do in the movie. It feels like it too. When you blow up and you die, they do the whole like the Star Trek. Yeah. What is it? The it, Star, it Trek, the Star Trek shake. Yeah. Rip Porkins. I know. Oh, look at fat guy. Oh, he's fucking dead. God damn it. And they even Porkins. I know. And they even Porkins, like of all things. It's like he, he can't honor in death. Like, oh boy. It's like, hey, look, it's Jim. Now nah, it's fat ass. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> no, it's Porkins. <laughs> Jesus. Porkins. What? What? Which friends this guy has? Like, hey, hey, we're attacking the biggest station in history. We're probably gonna die. <laughs> See you up there, Porkins. <laughs> Jackass. But uh, he, it's I'm, funny how like he was brought it. He was, uh, like brought along. Even he wasn't just a side character. I mean, he was, but like the fans took to him really quick because I'll see like artwork and T-shirts and stuff about Porkins or like with him on it at conventions. And I was like, right on, justice for Porkins. <laughs> he's he's driving my favorite uh, Starfighter of 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 the of the series, the Y-wing. He's. Uh, He's driving, yeah. He because of all like you know the ships and everything like that. Even now, like, even now we play the game. I I love I love the design of the Y wing. It's just so it's because it's, it's really thing. cool because it's like how it's like it's like it's like engines are just this giant glowing plasma thing. Like its engines are a living <laughs> engine. I'm like, it just looks cool. The design. Clarkson are in the same boat. X wings. Hi Jerry. Hello Jerry. X wings are cool. I think they're they're super cute. I don't know why. It's just like the classic nostalgic boom X wing. I don't know why. And I'm really as basic. Anti, as anti empire as I am, um, seeing Tie Fighters in, in action at all are so so. I know funny. they're stupid. I know that it's, it doesn't make sense, but I like they it. It's pretty. <laughs> like in the game, they kind of suck. They don't have shield. They don't have hyperdrive, which yep. I don't understand why. Like, the Empire is the biggest thing in the entire galaxy. Like, literally has created their own economy for the entire galaxy, yet they can't give their ships hyperdrive 
because that's shield. how cocky they are that's how confident they are they're like no one's I gonna mean, try to fight us yeah. they, do, they do get hyperdrive later they do get to light speed skip in the rise of skywalker yeah. so you eventually get hyperdrive just not but to now. like put that feature on so many of their well on like a few of their ships rather than they have like endless amounts of troopers and, yeah like, pilots, yeah so they could just like shove out a ton of pilots all right everyone get back in okay let's hyperdrive together yeah yeah I feel like uh, this, should, this should have been in our squadrons t- t- somehow. You you know what I mean? Like, we just uh, <laughs> yeah. And speaking of t- a Tie Fighters, like Clarissa, it's just there's some, one of the one of the cool things, especially about the entire like Death Star scene. Um, and, and I guess yeah, the Lincoln Squadrons and why we love it, the nostalgia effect, the sounds. Like you can close yeah. your eyes and like, okay, what the the Tie Fighters scream? Tie Fighter, like that. The, you, you know, it's, it's you can hear it. It's uh it's, it's just, so good. <laughs> It's so good. Um, yeah. My favorite, my favorite Tie Fighter is his yes, Kylo. his his Kylo's <laughs> Tie Fighter. Just because, just because, guys, I feel like you know Ren's Emperor. So this is you know this is my brand. But um, yeah, the, that iconic like screaming sound, almost as iconic as R two D 2s screaming sound. It's like it's like my top five favorite scream sounds in Star Wars, guys. I can't think I of think- the other three. <laughs> I can't think, I mean, yes, everybody could be like fans of scores and like soundtracks for films, but just for Star Wars fans to be able to be, to have their list of top favorite sounds, like their favorite sound effects from Star Wars, it's a whole Just a level. sign that I need to get a life. It's, no, it's That's not, just like, what that is. Like, it's everybody, like even the actors of the yeah. new movies, they did like tell them like, stop mouthing pew pew when you're firing your guns, guys. Like you're a black the girl that played um uh, the, the girl that played with the purple hair they didn't reveal their plan Admiral Haldo Haldo yeah she had a, that actress had a huge problem she kept on saying pew pew, pew I remember pew, I saw yeah. that interview Laura Dern said pew 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 yeah they, she when she was a, shooting she had a huge problem of oh, constantly going pew 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 and during the mutiny um I know Daisy in the sequel she Same. would like when she did the lightsaber fights with uh, Adam oh, and stuff yeah. she went like vroom yeah vroom we all, we've all done the same it's it's you just can't not do it. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, it's the like sound effects, the music, all of it. Yeah, like yeah, when I mean... my first time going on Smuggler's Run at Disney in Galaxy's Edge, like the first thing you remember when all you're right. stepping into the into the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, all the sounds, and then pulling uh, that the lever, beeps. going, to, yeah, the then pulling the lever, going into hy- hyperspace. Hyper, hyper, it's yeah. a, so iconic, just gives you goosebumps doing it. The the sound design, um, you know, between A New Hope to the, all the movies to the Mandalorian, and even physically what we can see like in the parks eventually. I think we should do. I think we should do a, a team nerdy bunch Galaxy slash Edge. team Tom Talk. Fuck yeah! <laughs> we should all go to the Galaxy's Edge together one day. Yes. But like the sound design there across all platforms, it's just so it like it's just one more aspect to kind of like pull you in, and the fact that it can do it even with just a movie, I think that's great. I think that's that's why that's why it's so successful because you are really able to escape the reality that a lot of other films show. And that's what's so cool about sci-fi, what's so cool about Star Wars. And then with our with the movie coming like to an end and Luke, um, well, actually Han developing his own character arc and coming back to help them, the Rebels, like he's always just kind of in it for himself and for Chewie and like he needs the money to go and pay Jabba, all that stuff. For him to come back and like save them was really fun, um, especially for a first time watch to know that this guy was going to come back and he actually liked all of them was really cool. 
to Luke exploding the Death Star. And I love the little shot of um, Darth Vader like spinning out of control just to give us that like information that he got away or like survived <laughs> to see him like spin just like out. Boom, boom, boom. Is that, the, is that the shot where he literally turns, like, he literally spins? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, like they did that with Kylo in The Last Jedi. I yeah. was rewatching, I just, the other day, guys, I rewatched A New Hope, and then, like, later in the night, I rewatched The Last Jedi. Don't know why in that order. <laughs> Last Jedi is my, I don't know why it's close to my heart. It's close to my heart. But I was like, oh my god, they did the little spin thing for Kylo. That's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> and then to end it. it What's that? I said Skywalkers love spinning ships. (laughs) I'll try spinning. That's That's a good trick. In both good ways and bad ways. Yeah. (laughs) And then we end it with, wow, like they get like medals of honor and one of the most uh, like talked about injustices is uh, Chewie not getting a medal. Mm -hmm. Very rude of them. Um, Which then later, a touching moment, um, he gets like the medal later on, but for once all, his, just, once, like, once all his friends die, yeah, but like should we just to stand to the side and like he helped too, and like he, 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 he was on the mission maybe because he was a Wookiee. I don't know if they were like just prejudices against Wookiees that they just didn't see him as like somebody to give a medal to. It's like how they announce them. It's like and our heroes and their giant dog, <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna walk up with them and get <laughs> nothing, getting a medal. Like, who won't only, be getting a medal today like, sorry guys humans even only in, humans only even that last shot is such a great like sequence uh leo she actually gets like a wardrobe change and she has like a new dress a new hairdo and I solidifies yeah solidifies this like adventure we're about to go on because this movie was like oh my god it, it was a whole a whole trip and then you like yeah. come back and you're like okay i've kind of established this universe and who these people are i'm ready for empire strikes back and you're just like ready to go on to the yeah. next story. I'm gonna go watch think, it after this. Awesome. <laughs> I think even alone, it stands great. Like it stands oh, yeah. pretty nicely on its own, which I think that that'd been really cool. And it kind of it, it's like a great way the way they summed it all up at the end. And like the, I know the ceremony is kind of funny because it's like I don't know. It's so it's so like okay, yeah. Now we have like this huge ceremony for this like. It's so anything about it. I never really yeah. liked the ending. I, even as a kid, I'm like, really? Oh. <laughs> I was oh, watching it because oh, I forgot what happened. Um, I love but, yeah. Me too. Um, I, love it. I think it's a great way to introduce this new brand of sci-fi to everyone in the world and then uh, see how they react to it. If it's not great, you know, obviously, yeah. like, it could stand by itself. But then it blew up, just like the Death Star. It blew up. It blew up. Yeah. And everyone loved it. And then now we are here. Now we are here, and all of our content is based around this Now that story franchise. is just blown up into what it is today, and it's absolutely amazing to see where it is now. It, uh, all the stories that are gonna that are gonna come from it, just about based on the Skywalker story, Skywalker saga. So it's pretty incredible, even to just be able to watch it now. All of us, like from after multiple times of seeing it, and still have such a great dynamic conversation about the film. Like for it to hold that much and like resonate so much with everybody who's seen it to have like not just a quick chat about it but you go into so much depth and it makes me emotional because star wars is just like oh it's 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 a whole lifestyle and it makes me like really excited and passionate it makes me super happy to think of this story like meaning so much to so many people thank you guys yeah. and, and <laughs> so I love how- here, I know- go ahead ivan 
I love how this movie also, um, besides characters, it gives, it makes, like, the ships, for example, they become a character of their own. TIE Fighters, X-Wing, the Millennium Falcon, like, in, um, what was it, The Force Awakens, when you first see the, the Millennium Falcon, everyone just go. I remember in the theater, everyone went nuts, yeah. everyone cheering, I got goosebumps, and just like, yeah. That YT-1300 Korean freighter. <laughs> and then uh, Chewie and, and Han come in, and like, they said, we're home. Yeah, We've so been through great. it with these characters, and it's so awesome to see mm-hmm. how long, how far it's come in all this time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it spans generations. So, um, thank you guys for being here today for our season's finale. I hope you guys have had fun with all the episodes and had fun today uh, diving into a classic movie that everybody uh, resonates with so much. Um, again, catch us on our next season for The Nerdy Bunch. And thank you guys for being here to watch us live and then listen to us if you're listening on Spotify. Thank you so much, guys. And Ivan, did you want to say anything? Uh, Yeah, well, I just want to thank you guys. We went through a second season now. Very exciting. Um, So thank you to all you listeners, uh, you guys as well. Um, We wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. Um, So make sure you guys check out Tauntalk, Gamers for Life. Nerd Hat. Uh, we will be gone for two weeks uh, while we work all the new stuff for the new season. We will have more stuff. We do have a couple of new people joining the Nerdy Bunch as well, mm-hmm. being that uh, we kind of are spreading out and doing different podcasts just to, you know, provide more content as well. Um, but I do want to say the top episodes for um, what's it season the two? second season. Mm-hmm. Larissa has number one with Mandalorian. Um, Which I watched. Followed, that was a fun episode. That was the first one I watched. Followed <laughs> with Jerry's, uh, called The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Umbrella Academy from Clarissa. And Bree's uh, uh, Death Note. Nice. Oh, that, so, was a, but, that was a fun episode. <laughs> yeah, so uh, thank you guys again for listening. Thank you guys uh, so, so much for listening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so meanwhile, even though the Nerdy Bunch won't be here, <laughs> Tontok will, uh, Gamers for Life will, which you can catch Arthur's and Jarrell's episode every yeah. Saturday, Tontok every Friday, and Nerd every Wednesday. Um, with that being yeah, said, I don't know if you guys have anything else to say. Do you guys want to share any thoughts? Any? We will be streaming we more again. Up. We'll be streaming more, too. On and on Twitch. Follow us on Twitch. We will... Uh, you you guys me. can watch me kill everyone in Among Us. Oh yeah, you play Among Us. So. <laughs> yeah, you got hooked. You got hooked. Oh quick. yeah. Fucking <laughs> yesterday. Jeez. <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> she plays the innocent card in Among Us, but <laughs> it works. It works with me. It's not me. <laughs> but it works. But yes. Yeah, so hopefully soon, when things open up, we're planning to do outings and stuff. Go to Galaxy's Edge and uh, cons as well. Get food. Get food. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys Thank you for guys. listening. Thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for next season. Bye. 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 Thank you guys for listening to the final episode of season two of the Nerdy Bunch podcast. I do want to thank everyone for tuning in. We will be coming back November 2nd, so keep an eye out for that. The video podcast will be coming out the following Monday. 
The intro music is by Christian Backseek and outro is by Leo Music. The Nerdy Bench Podcast is produced by Ivan Gonzalez and sound engineer is by Ivan Gonzalez. For further details, please visit our website, www.mynerdybench.com. Clarissa, Clarissa, how many stuffed animals, like how many stuffies do you have? I want to know.